Welcome to Connecting Greeks, a streaming comedy show and podcast designed to explore and enhance Greek culture around the world. Join hosts Angelo, Adi, and Fati as they bring you fun and interesting guests from all walks of Greek life. Grab a cafedaki and join us. Hey everyone, welcome to another fantastic episode of the Connecting Greeks podcast. I am Ari and with me as always is my co-host Fati Stamos. Hello Fati, how are you? Good and yourself Ari? I'm doing pretty good. Um, I'm pretty excited uh, today. We have a great, great guest. Uh, let me turn it over to you Fati so you could bring on our uh, our third esteemed co-host. I, 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 won't, I won't let anybody know yet who that is. I'll let you do it. Go ahead. Yeah. You know, um, it, once again, another exciting segment episode. But before we bring on our, our exciting guest that I'm super excited about, our co-host with us who has a, a backdrop that's kind of irritating my eyes. All the way from Los Angeles, our good friend, Angelo Tsaroukas. Angelo, how are you, Angelo. Hi, Ari. Hi, Forty. I oh, have yeah. the background today of the LA Rams just- Super Bowl champions. So you put that in your pipe I and smoke it, yes, and I don't care today. It's hard. It's hard for us. All, all hundred people that give a shit in LA were excited <laughs> about this. It's just hard, Angelo, as a Pats fan to like not win the Super Bowl. Oh, please. Don't even don't even start with that. You, know, you, said, you said you said exciting, Bowls. Angelo. You said Big, exciting. I, I, no, but I, I I truly am a Rams fan. I'm not jumping on the bandwagon. Yes. So I mean, so I'm happy they won. But like everything else in LA, they celebrate it for a day and then we don't care. So that's how it is. But you know what we're going to celebrate tonight? Tonight we're going to celebrate this guest that we have. Can we we get to the importance? Not the LA Rams, the guest we have tonight. And like the Super Bowl, this this guy's a winner. (laughs) Everything he does is brilliant. Champion. And and I'm going to say this because I told my brother, uh, who's a big, huge gamer, who we're interviewing today, and he said to me, he goes, Admiral Versio from Star Wars Battleground. I go, what? You know what? He goes, everybody knows him. And it, and but you know, he's, he's a classically trained actor. And that, but we're going to say himself, uh, welcome to Connecting Greeks, uh, Anthony Scordi. Thank you, Anthony, for coming on today. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, guys. It's good to be here. And I love your background, your backdrop. <laughs> Thank you. So, Anthony, uh, you know, when I told, I told my brother, we were just, he's in Montreal. And he, and he go and I told him I mentioned your name. He knew right away who you were. And you've done so many. Uh, you know, I, I I love your work. Oh, you play. You were in Poe. Uh, you know, you portrayed uh, Edgar uh, Allan Poe, the American poet and playwright. Telltale Heart was one of my favorite stories that was a capture. And and you've uh, you, you, we're going to get to the big thing that you're doing right now. And you've done a, a great body of work. And, and my first question to you, I want to ask you is that because uh, you've done all this amazing work, but it's like, and you hear this story often in Hollywood or other places. And then you do this, uh, this character in this game that is huge. Like it's big. And do you find now, do you go to like the conventions and stuff and meet people and, and all that kind of things? No, I don't. I haven't done that yet. I don't have a, that's a completely separate, this, there are agents for that kind of stuff. And <laughs> Chris. I'm like, you know, and I've like no idea about it. And it's like, I have. Yeah. Yeah. Because my friend, Mark Shepard, who was on Supernatural. Oh, I know Mark. You know Mark? Well, and- why wouldn't I? He's another Brit. He's another Brit, and I smoke stogies with him, which I know you like to do occasionally once in a while. 
I got and, listen, man. I got ten. I got ten money number twos. We're gonna we're gonna burn one at your <laughs> opening. Twenty nineteen, twenty eighteen. Yeah, those are great cigars. And I got Athens duty freeze. And you know, Anthony, I'm gonna bring you uh, Monte Cristo Open Eagle. Mm. I got a nice box of these. I'm going to bring you one at your opening night. Thank you. Uh, in New York. And here we are swapping stuff. But I know that it's very lucrative. Um, um, I've never worked on a, a series enough or a sci-fi series or something. But the loyal fan base that comes out for this stuff is astonishing. And, um, you know, you were... So your parents were uh, uh, your uh, Greek separate uh, uh, born in London, am I right? Yeah. What gave it away? My accent? <laughs> yeah, it's cool. <laughs> you got a cool. You have a cool accent. You got one of those accents where women just oh, hello, excuse me. Yeah, yeah but it's, it's, like not, women. it's <laughs> not just the accent. It's that deep, deep voice. Yeah, it's got that great voice. The combination of the two is amazing. Yeah. Thank you. And so, but so the thing is. Uh, you were born in London, like myself, like Ari, like 40. You know, my parents are both Greek immigrants. I was born in Canada. And then um, I lived in London for a couple of years by accident. I went there and started getting gigs. That's how performers are. We go somewhere that's good. Then, hey, we're not leaving. You know, we're like those relatives from Greece who say, I'm going to stay in your couch for two weeks. And then, you know, 18 <laughs> months later, they're still there. And uh, so it, you were you know, trained in, in the UK. When did you make your move? When did you decide you wanted to come over to uh, to the States to do this I, stuff? Yeah, I made two separate moves. I made one in, uh, I, I was uh, involved with Vanessa Redgrave, if, uh, if any of you guys know who she is. Oh yes. God, yeah. um, and I was in, in her company and it was a, a series of events that got me into that company. And um, we came over and we were in Houston, Texas, and we were supposed mm-hmm. to go to New York and they could only have, Vanessa, for a month, the thing fizzled out. And a friend of mine said, well, why don't you go to L.A.? And Well, actually, I went to New York first, and I, I was sitting in Columbus in a circle. Well, it gets cold in L.A., but at least in, uh, in New York, is the rents are expensive. Maybe I should go to L.A., and I jumped on a plane and went to L.A., you know. And excuse me, I should have turned that off. And uh, so that's – and I stayed for a bit, and it wasn't the best – experience of my life you know I, I, and I, um, I went to Cyprus for my brother's wedding for a fleeting visit to come back to LA to do a movie with Craig Ferguson and uh, when I got back the part had been uh, just a page it was nothing it was nothing left to nothing so I didn't do it and decided to go back to Cyprus um, and I ended up having um, a, a TV career out there and a, and nice. a video career and so I got to a point where it was like, man, I can't, this is it. I mean, I can't go any further and I've got so much more creatively to give. Right. And London is too cold. New York is too bloody cold. And uh, <laughs> I've been in Cyprus, imagine, for like six years. So I thought, you know what, I'm going back to LA. So that was my second stint in 2009. I came back. All right. And um, since 2018, I've been looking for a home, right? And twice I've moved to Athens. And right. twice I've booked gigs to come back. One is a video game, which is undisclosed. Right. But it's dropping soon. And the other one was The Offer, which I just recently finished doing in November, which is... Oh, uh, about the, the, uh, the Godfather, making of The Godfather? Yeah, but Paramount is 50-year anniversary. I was playing uh, Carlo Gambino. Wow, so, very you know, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had... An, yeah, you know, it's not a major part, but it's, uh, you know, six episodes 
It is a major part, but they're not major scenes. But it was the best, you know, met, met some amazing people on that job and got to work with Dexter Fletcher and um, a bunch of other directors. So it was a lot of fun. So, you know, now it's like everything's up on its, you know, upended. Where do I go? Do I go to New York? Oh, I can afford to buy something in Atlanta, you know. <laughs> yeah, sure. Atlanta's great like that. It's yeah. funny you said that. Oh, it's uh, going up, mate. It's going up now. Yeah, everywhere it's going up like that, right? It's funny because I was on hold to play uh, Mario Buzo. The, 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 I know who. The, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it was, it's funny. Patrick Gallo played the role. That's right. And then they, they it, I'd gone for it like a while ago, and they, the guy had seen me. Believe it or not, they, they saw me at a comedy club, and the guy saw me outside after. This was in Vegas smoking a cigar, and he's friends with Harry um shit the director I can't remember his name now, I was a producer he came up and he goes you know what you look like oh, I, I always get Bruno the plumber or Spiro <laughs> the butcher he goes, oh, you look like Mario Puzo the guy that, that wrote the Godfather right. when you're sitting there with your cigar I go really you put something on tape but you know like everything but I was happy to hear you're in it now I like your look and that's cool now I'm excited about this uh show and I'm going to your opening night on uh, Friday, March 4th in New York. And you're playing such an iconic character, especially for Greek, but not just for Greeks, but for the world who knew this man. You're playing Onassis. Now, how did I know that this is, you wrote this and the whole thing. How did you come up with this uh, whole idea? Because I think it's wonderful. Um, Yeah, thank you. Um, I'll answer as briefly as I can, because it could take an hour answering this. But essentially, that's my... Anyway, um, essentially, it was, you know what, um, I'm going to, I don't know if this is going to work. Essentially, what happened was I was shooting a film called A Green Story that you might be aware of. Mm -hmm. And uh, um, I was working with Teo Penglis. Do you know Teo? Okay. You know, and we, they were like rehearsing the background to do some dance. And uh, I was like, Teo turned around and said, oh, you know, you look like an assist. And I was like, golf yourself right uh, yeah 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 because what i did know about him was that he was short and ugly <laughs> you know and i i, I remember oh i shouldn't say this. Rich. never right i never <laughs> i've never i've never <laughs> i've never told this story but i remember being a really young kid and my mom like going berserk over why didn't he marry a refugee and instead he went and married that Bultana. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought, and it was only when I was working on this. Anyway, before Teo said that to me, I um, I was thinking, man, comedians they can get up, you know, and do their own stuff. They get a set, you know, set. Uh, a busker can go out there and do something. How comes we actors can't? And then when Teo said that to me, I went home that evening and uh, I started researching the first thing obviously that comes up is wikipedia and uh, i thought oh that's a bit damning and so i started digging and digging and digging and became more and more intrigued by this and um i wrote it in two weeks man wow and it took me and it took me four months to rewrite and and anthony prior to that your your knowledge of onassis was minimal well no i knew he married a budana (laughs) it was very limited the knowledge that i had so i came to it fresh and I, I must have read 10 biographies on the guy um and there wasn't much footage when i first wrote it on there's a little bit 
a little bit more now. And then I just chose to read through between the lines. You know, I, I chose to read the white instead of the black on mm. the page. Right, right, and, right. You know, and um, I think the last book I read was uh, written by a bunch of indi- uh, news- the newspaper, The Independent uh, in the UK. And what mm. I read there confirmed the white bits. Mm. So, right, right, right. Uh, you know... And, you know, so, I mean, like this book here, which happens to be here just by coincidence, is called mm. The Fabulous Anassis with, with Jackie and, and Ari Aristoteles there. And she wanted him to write it. Nice. She wanted him to get it written because she was getting such a bad rap. Yeah. Right. right. And, then, and then when you look at The, the Fabulous Anassis, well, if I'm going to write you, make you look good, then I'm going to name it The Fabulous Anassis. You know, I <laughs> laughed when I, when I saw the title and I realized how the book came about. Mm. Well, it's interesting that you bring that up, Anthony, because, you know, Onassis, uh, when he, had sold, he made his fortune by buying those merchant ships and then, you know, selling them to the Americans and then buying them back. And when there was an oil embargo and shortage in America, Onassis had the tankers with it. And it goes back that, the, the, you know, the Kennedys were never fans of his. He was never fans of them. And on the Christina, because when you look at the, his yacht and the people and the way he, you know, the, the, there was always that thing. And, and of course, in, in Greek spirit, he ends up taking the woman. That, that seems like a Greek <laughs> tragedy. It's either Helen of Troy or uh, Ari's taking over Jackie. And, uh, you know, she'd get on Olympic Airways and fly out of uh, first class on Kennedy. And I read a book. Did you read the book Greek Fire? About his yeah, about Maria Callas by Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage. Yep. And, uh, and, and and it's Nicholas we're, I've been in contact with. We're trying to get him. To, he's, I think he's going to come and do our, our podcast, too, which is great. And uh, he's a nice man. But, but Greek Fire was interesting because here is one of the richest men in the world. And, and now he's got the he's with the the one of the most famous first ladies ever. She was in the car when her husband got assassinated and then gave a big uh, fuck you to America and married this Greek tycoon, <laughs> you know, and went over to Greek, there. And then now you, you have, you know, you, you're looking at the combination of all these things that come together. And it's amazing to me because I think, and then he had Maria Callas, who was his mistress, allegedly all these. Mm-hmm. So very, he's a, I think he's a, as an actor, I think he's a complicated character, but it's full, it's chock full of, I'm sure, a lot of elements for you to work with. Yeah, yeah, it is. And I'm, I'm out there for an hour and a half. Right. And it covers basically his whole life. Nice. It covers, it covers, it has a character arc and it has um, a story arc. Nice. So, uh, and there are, you know, his influences are in there. His yaya. Right. His uncle Alexandro, Claudia, uh, Claudia Muzio, who who uh, was instrumental when he made his first million at 23 years old. Through, wow. Through cigarette, through cigarette. That's right, in Argentina. That's right. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And then then that's when he discovered that other men were making more money than me simply by shipping my tobacco. You know? <laughs> right, no, right. He, and that's when he invests in those six frigates where he comes up to Canada didn't know a blind thing about shipping right. ships or anything. And he'd crawl into these holes and go, come out and go, you know, and, you know, he didn't knew nothing about it. And he got the price knocked down. We're talking about the Great Depression. Yeah, and that's right. When, that's when he did it. And there, there was something else very interesting. What happened was, um, and, you know, there's just so much information that I can't put it all in there. So I had to focus on a couple of things. But what had happened was he had been going to, the Arabs and had sorted out to be the sole carrier of oil. Right. Now, 
Tina, his wife, at the time was having a relationship with Nearchus. That's right. Ah. And she married him in the end. And Nearchus, the pillow talk, Nearchus apparently, apparently went to the CIA. And that's when they were, he was hurting because he wasn't allowed to carry any oil. Then he had a phone call where he was losing money. He had a phone call from um, uh, Churchill, Winston Churchill's nephew, to say, get your ships over to the Suez Canal. And he did. That's right. Where he was losing money, he was making an extra five million a day, five to eight million a day. So that's the story. But that story I can't have, you know, so it's pretty convoluted. You know, so I focus on a couple of things. And one of them that I focus on is the influence of the Ayah Gethsemane, which was God, you know, forgiveness, pray, you know, Ari, Ella, um, where she used to send his underpants to the to the church to be blessed so he could be pure. <laughs> you know what I mean? And his uncle, who was like, you know, you know, life, you know, it's, it's destiny, it's fate, it's mirror. You have no choice, you know. So I set that up pretty early nice. on i set that up pretty early on and how you know the, de- the devastation of smidno on the 13th of september will be the 100 year anniversary so this is right. kind of timely um and the devastation of smidno and how he you know he set up how beautiful smidno was and how it was devastated and anyone from most of us would have just like used that and said yeah well you know i am who i am because my life was destroyed instead he didn't it was a jumping, it galvanized him. Mm. It was, it was the catalyst to him, uh, catapulting, right. you know. I mean, you know, imagine working at a telephone exchange uh, on the night shift and like he, he knew, you know, I just have one good suit, a few shirts, a few different ties, and you can get away with nursing one drink in the most expensive nightclub bar in Buenos Aires and meet the right people. Mm. Right. Very interesting, very interesting man. What? But Anthony, you think about it, it we, we don't really see that anymore with automation and technology and social media and all blah, blah, blah. We go on forever about it. You're talking to everything you just described. It's, it's, here's a guy that figured it out and knew, like you just said, one drink, a good shirt, knew to talk to the right people, knew to make the right moves. Do you think nowadays I find that people want a sure thing? You don't realize that. It, it, look, if you're in entertainment business, you're taking a chance. Every day is an audition, right. I call it, right? right? Mm-hmm. We, we, it doesn't matter. And I think you'll agree with this, Anthony. I think it doesn't matter what you've done. It's what are you going to do next? And that's yeah, what yeah, happens. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. And that way. Well, yeah, yeah. Good that you have work. But then I always tell people, I go, I got, I got cousins go, I love to do what you do. I said, I don't think you'd be able to do it. I don't think you'd be able to do the travel. We're mm. nomads. Uh, one day you're in Atlanta, next day you're in Cleveland, next day you're in Vancouver, next day you're in Dubai. I mean, it's literally kind of like that sometimes. And then you and then you may go back to LA for a day to do a one hour session in a studio, and then get on a fucking airplane, and you're flying to New York within three right. hours. Right, right. So that happens, but that but that but people accept that. And when you see, I, I'm always interested in biographies. I've always been fascinated by biography. Whenever I see biographies on TV about how people got to where they went. I'm always fascinated by that. And that's why I'm looking so forward to seeing your uh, one-man show. And I can say one-man show because you're a man, and it's a show about a hey, man. man. Say, it's a one-man play. It's a one-man show. I say one <laughs> one-man play. Show. You know, it's a one-man. I'm a man. You you're know. a man playing, you know, uh, you know, and an Onassis. But I think... I've got to say, I've got to stop. My dad, I used to ask my dad, 
How many kids you got, George? He'd say, three, one of each. I got one of each. <laughs> one of each. And, yeah. I, and I see that no man was in there for sure. What? 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 Oh, we, sorry, like, we had the same humor. I think we had the same dad. It's so, it's so funny because, no, because he, when you really think about it, it's like, we, and I think we need, and that's what's great about what we do here, Anthony, with Connecting Greeks. We like these kind of stories to mm-hmm. convey them, our, our audiences worldwide. So people will listen to this and maybe want to go and see the show or get more interested in it. And all we do, we're just vessels. We just kind of bring yeah, 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 people yeah. together. I, I mean, and I've seen your stuff. So I know exactly, you know, I know exactly I've seen sets of yours, but you know, it's like I was speaking to a mutual friend of ours and, and the PR, and you know, I was speaking to people about the right. playbill and what we should have on it. And it was like, I just want a black cover with a Nasus written across it in Greek, cool. in red. That's all. It's not about me. It's about Zmirna. It's about me being a Hellene. It's about me putting this man is despised by. I did it in Athens. I don't know if you know that. September. 2020 i performed it in athens and uh this is out there and it's like you know this man did so much and is still doing so much yeah for the foundation. yes yes and like people aren't aware of that you know mm-hmm. i spoke to john gatsimatidis the other day uh, you know yeah, yeah. I was on his station uh, we did a quick interview and it was like real fun but it was like the only thing i remember you know and he used to say was I remember the commercial, he said, um, you know, no dancing in the aisles, you know. And it's <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I mean, when was that? I mean, you know, is that this one man, 123, 128 tankers, he knew, he knew where each one of those tankers were. He knew the price of oil in each port, how much he could make, how much he could lose. He owned 30 other businesses. He owned half of Monaco. And it's like, Anassis, is he a rapper? It's such a, a shame. I mean, you know, you can count us Greeks, you know, um, including Cypriots. Like, you know, we've got Cat Stevens, who's a Cypriot, George Michael, who right. was a Cypriot, God rest his soul, you know. And, and then we've got Telly Savalas, you know, um, Rooney Pappas. And that golden age, the golden age of Greece is, and the golden age of Greek uh, cinema is gone. Yeah, you know, and I think, right. you know, and I'm I'm proud of I'm proud of like growing up. It was like oh, I have to be you know Greek in the house, and I can't be Greek outside as I get bullied or you know. <laughs> and now I'm so proud that I can go in Ath- to Athens and I can live there, and you know, and I'm just slipping to the culture. And it feels like you know, it just feels like a warm glove. It's just it's just. I, I love it. And I love, my mom used to say, what are you going to do when you go to on site on the holiday? You, you, know, you, you know, you want to eat something or drink something or you want the toilet. You know, how are you going to say that? It's like, mom, at this point, you know what I mean? But, <laughs> you know, I was a kid, I was a nipper, but, you know, and she's right. And my life is richer now because of my culture. My hair will stand on end when I listen to a Greek song or Greek, po- you know, poetry. And it will when I listen to the Eagles as well. Sure. Mm, you know, Anthony, it, do you find, do people mistake you for being Italian most of the time? Yeah. <laughs> because I, I, there is some kind of an Italian connection, don't you have, in your background? Yeah, I do. I'm, well, my, you know, my, my Scordi is an Italian name anyway. Right, right. It, it's, its roots are uh, Scordi, which means, uh, ah, forget about it. Yeah, forget <laughs> about it. Scordi, forget and, about it. Uh, 
Um, we did have DNA and I came out 42% or something like that. A Southern Italian Greek. Greek, wow. Greek, of course. Italian Greek. That was a funny one. My, and I came out like, I don't know, 10, 9% um, Ashkenazi, right? Which well, is Ashkenazi my, dad, my dad was very, yeah, my dad was very, very white. And, you know, we think it was from there. Like my mom came out like 18% Sephardic. Ah. And she sat there and she thought for a minute and she said, Jesus was a But yeah, no, that's that's my um that's my the only place I don't get mistaken for being from that place is Germany. Right. And Mexico. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm too tall, to, you know. So. Yeah, you're, too, you're too tall. Yeah, yeah. That's I remember I got on a Mexican Airlines plane and, like, the, the headdress was, like, on my shoulders. <laughs> Especially made planes. Oh, God. I'm being terrible. <laughs> I'm going to have to go through my Twitter account and make sure I haven't said, you know. <laughs> we have to do that nowadays, you know. I feel sorry for you comedians. And, like, you know. Talk about anything. Anybody in the public eye, anybody in the public eye has to. That's why Foti and I, we're carefree because we're not in the public eye. But you guys who are in the public eye, you always have to look over your shoulder. Okay, so I'm going to ask you. Social media. We talked to, you know, Adi, we talked about the name. So there's that bit I do about Tsaruchas, my name. Yeah. 20 Greek shoes and pom-poms. Now I got people on these old videos from, from everywhere going, how dare you? (laughs) <laughs> Make fun of your father's Greek culture. Remalaka, do you even know what Sarukas means? Yeah, Malaka, I've had that name my whole fucking life. You don't know what the name means? So now they're mad at me as a comedian for mm-hmm. making fun of my own name. How ridiculous wow. is that? How ridiculous is that? I know, I know. I've got a line in the play where I talk about how, you know, you know, passion and the relationships, fights, arguments, and then love making. Love making <laughs> is making. always better after a struggle and a slap or two right and it's like you know and everyone's like like everyone was so scared and they still are scared how new york's gonna take it but when i look at a chicken i give her a wink and she goes mm-hmm. you know, you know, it's, <laughs> yeah it's a done deal it's a done deal they can say what they want they want to talk call it you know um anyway no, but Anthony, yeah. <laughs> you're portraying uh now a historical figure Absolutely. Very, very popular. And that, this is my argument. If you're an actor portraying a character from that era, that's how it was then. Uh, Me, as a person coming to see the show, that's the information I want to process. Why do they keep, and that's what's happening, especially in comedy. Well, you can't really say that, but if you put it, you have to use it in a context of when it was said. So when I, when I talk about my mother, Yelling at me, I'm a son of you, Texoptospititasescotoso. Like, we're gonna kill you. <laughs> then you said, No, well, you can't really say that your mother is gonna kill you. She would kill us because you're and Greeks, Kipre. I was I had a Kipre, uh, a girlfriend in um, in Toronto, and I always love the fact that you guys call Karpuzi Patika. <laughs> right, right. Well, you want some Patika? And I thought it was like Mastika. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. She goes, oh no, it's it's watermelon. Yeah, it oh. is. So I love those. those <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised you remember. I do remember, and she was really pretty. But the the thing is, is that I always find now that it's like you said you, you do your show and one line, and you're consciously thinking 
well, do I do the line? But then you have to ask yourself, did Onassis maybe do or say that at that time? Wasn't it Sean Connery who came out and said, it, 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 every woman needs a good shot in the head once in a while? That was his words. <laughs> you know? But he comes, he was like 95 years old. I mean, you're, you're, you're getting canceled, Angela. You're getting canceled. So, 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 I didn't see it. So, so with that, Connery so with, said it. I'm trying to help you now. <laughs> uh, so, with that line, I'll look at a chick, and if I think it's kind of bit, if it's kind of bit awry, I'll say, but we need the safe word. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good, that's a good save. No, just, you know what I mean? But, you know, no, you're absolutely right. And it, and it, and it does suck. And I was watching uh, something the other day, and it was about what, um, I won't mention names, but it was one of those wrestling guys on his podcast, only because I don't remember his name. And uh, someone, had, he used the N-word. And they, were, oh, wow. they interviewed a, a bunch of white people, and the white people were like, oh, my God, that's so offensive. How can he say that? They went to some black people, and the black people were like, yeah, what, so what? <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And it's, like, it's like one sec, you know, you know, we're, you know we're, we're not in our own lane here now. We, um, that's not your lane. You right. know? So <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm not saying it's good or bad, but what I'm saying is we're prejudging what someone else feels about something, and we have to protect them. And yet, and yet, oh, my God. God, where's my PR agent? She'd be kicking me under the fucking table right now. <laughs> See, it, it's, it's very, I'm it, it, it must. I just had a vision of her next to me, so I stopped myself. Stop it, it has to be, it has to be very, very frustrating for performers, comedians, actors to, to live in the, the social media world that we live in right now. Because I'll be perfectly honest, you know, the whole PC, I, I'm a very like liberal, like kind of PC guy, but like, it's cancel culture, man. It's not. See, I don't believe. I don't believe in the PCness of like when you're performing or when you're doing comedy. It's it, it, it really goes against everything that that's about because you're portraying the real humanity of things, and the real humanity of things is un PC. So if you're performing this, and then people are like trying to cancel you because of the un PCness, it just doesn't make sense. And yeah. I think people Thanks need to hell, think man. deeper. They need to think deeper about. The audience, I'm saying, they need to think deeper about what's going on and what you're portraying instead of hearing the N-word or hearing, like, chick or hearing, like, you know, backhand because she's getting out of here. Like, it's part of a story. It's part of the human condition. It's part of, of, of like, upbringing. It's part of old school. It's part of, like, so many things. Why get offended? Why take it to that level? But social media gives everybody a voice. So are they just going to sit back and, and, you know, twiddle their thumbs? Or are they going to complain and bitch and moan? And that's what they do. And, and I really feel for you in that sense. Well, yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not, you know, they, you know, you know, Mr. Tarujas over there has to be more, much more careful than me, you know, um, <laughs> because I, I'm, I'm portraying, I'm portraying someone's biography. Right. But then when you look at, when you look at, uh, Dave Chappelle and the flight mm. that he had, and I like, I enjoy him. You know, I really enjoy awesome. him. You know, awesome. And awesome. I, and I don't know him, but I love his work. And I was sitting there, and I thought, I watched the whole thing, and it's like people just take sound bites, yeah, and then judge you on the sound bite, and didn't hear the rest of the act. Didn't it's hear out the of context of story, yeah. Yeah. and then like they went and they went and crucified the poor man when. Yeah. Um, they didn't hear the whole context of it, where it was like, you know, it was a beautiful story. It was moving. It, it brought me to. T- it brought him to tears. But that's so, the a- that's the that's the ADD 
internet social media generation of taking small little short clips out of context. You don't want to watch the whole thing. You don't want to spend your time, you know, actually informing yourself of the actual reality of what he's saying. It's just a little quick sound clip. Oh, he did this and he said that and screw him and cancel everything and don't don't tell Netflix. It's just ridiculous. And, and you know, I think people hopefully as we go along are going to start to to wise up because we're going to lose a lot of great like entertainment and comedy and and all sorts yeah. of things. If this well, Ricky going. Gervais, Ricky Gervais uh, is is uh, making a stand against it. In, yeah, in I love him, and he's doing uh, it great. <laughs> you know, and I, and I, and I, and I you know, I, I love what he does. And I, you know, he, if he knows something's gonna, if he knows the c word, right, is going <laughs> to piss someone off, an audience off, he will use it in his yeah. show. You know, yes, he's, he yeah, he, I, I, the more uncomfortable I get watching him, the more I love it. <laughs> but Anthony, it doesn't make me uncomfortable though. I, but anyway, that, that's awesome. I mean, that's awesome. That's awesome. I'm just red. saying, like, if yeah. I get a, like, he'll say something, and I'll get something will be so like extreme, and I'll get uncomfortable. But I'm like, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. This is what comedy is. This why I tune into this because I, I want to feel that. I don't want to. I don't want to have everything <laughs> laid out for me and be very comfortable in everything. Right now. You, you obviously, you, you know, you, you know more about the entertainment. You've been around this. You, you, you know, so maybe it doesn't make you uncomfortable. But I'm just like this average American, like audience member. And but I don't go to the point where I think it's wrong. I go to the point where I like, oh my god, I can't believe you said that. That's so awesome. You know, <laughs> if a bunch of Brits are together cracking jokes, and there's, <laughs> there's an American there. They won't make the same judgment. Of course not. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> no, they won't. Because, you know, I did this joke. I said, when I do the show, I always say to people, uh, um, if uh, you're not Greek and you hang out with Greek people and you don't know what the word Malaka is, it's because you're the Malaka. <laughs> so I actually put that in the show when I was in Athens. <laughs> you know, I say, you know, I say, shut up! You have not failed till you have tried. Now build it, and I go with Malaga. Malaga, <laughs> no, no, because right. I had Uber titles up there, and they were reading the Greek. You see, right, so right. They spend a lot of their time looking Just above reading my head, it. <laughs> like, oh, what are they looking at? Because it's like I connect with the audience, like much like you, you right? Know, but with that, they were all, you know, they just well, just listening to you, Anthony, you're you're voice is so compelling like mm. we can I, and i can see why the audience wants to engage with you so much and why you're so your voice but i mean you're just having a conversation with you is uh is so compelling man it's the way you your style i mean i dig it and and i and i love the the way that you just the way you describe things and the way your philosophy of life and everything and i think that's what a lot of people gravitate to it's a it's a gift you know that because a lot of people don't have that they strive. Uh, People take classes together. You come out like yeah, Malaga, and I do this <laughs> and I do that. I make love to the world. It's beautiful. I love that, and I'm really excited to see Onassis. I'm, oh, excited, man, to I'm, I'm show, excited to be there. Without told everyone, don't tell me who's fucking coming. And like, <laughs> hey, you know, he's like, over. ambulance coming. Who? Who? Saruhas, man. Well, I told you not to tell me who's coming. Don't tell me who's coming. Well, do, you know who do you know who might come? Do you know who might come? And then it's funny because I booked my ticket in New York. I go, yeah, of course, I know Anthony Scorey. I want to go see a show. I've been wanting to go, George goes, well, we're doing this. And I said, I'm there. 
I'm hundred percent there. Um, and um, the, the other thing I wanted to ask you was, cause you work with a lot of people. There's one because uh, I married an Armenian girl in Los Angeles. Cause you know, there's a few of them here <laughs> and you, you did a, a, a film where you portrayed a conflicted Turkish soldier. Am I right? Yeah. I was only conflicted before I took the part. I was part, <laughs> right. But the, no, the thing is, it, but I, I like the fact that do you find that a lot of the roles you play because they're, they're compelling. And do you find that it's good? That it, is it something that you do that because we, we only know our lives today from the history we live from yesterday. So that's something really cool. Cause they did, you know, we had Costas Mandalore on, I'm not Costa. and Co- you know, Costa and he did, they did the cliffs of freedom, that film with, uh, with, uh, wife did it. Christopher uh, the, Plummer was in it. Christopher Plummer was in it and the stuff. I didn't see it. I haven't seen no, it. Yet. I haven't seen it, but we'll see it. But the thing, uh, it's good because, you know, it was the hundred year anniversary of the genocide. And you were talking about Smyrna. That's where my grandparents are from my mother's side. They're from Smyrna. And then they went to Mitilini and then a lot of them left, you know, like they did. My dad's from Sparti and they hate the next Horyo. Like they, they fucking <laughs> hate everybody. So, you know, you, my mom was the Nisiotisa. And my mom was the one who told the stories, the way the Smyrniotas would say the Nisiotas, the stories. And my dad was Puito Vicano. If you look at me the wrong way, I'm going to blast your head off. (laughs) (laughs) Do you find, my question to you is, where do you find characteristically you get from your mom and from your dad? What what would be the two things that you would maybe, you know, the way we have that from, Mm -hmm. for me, it was my mom was the one who was more funny. My dad was like, kill everything. My mom... (laughs) My mom just uh, turned 93 on the 5th of February. Bless her. And she wrote her first book at 82. Wow. Good for her. That's amazing. Poetry and short stories. That's so cool. She just got over COVID at 93. Look at that. 93 got over COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she was awarded a medal for her part in uh, being uh, helping the freedom fighters from the Brits in in, in the 50s, she was given a medal for it recently. She was recognized 10 years ago for it, 12 years wow. ago. So, um, so in Andartisa, Imana, That's you right. Know, that she, nice. has, she has that. The difference is my dad was a, a conscientious objector, all right? Although he wouldn't have been in any wars, he'd made his mind up that he was a conscientious objector. My, um, I, You know, I'm a mixture of both of them. You know, like my mom says... Uh, you look like from here here up, and you look like your dad from your neck down. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah. what, what characteristics? I, um, you know, I think my mom's one of my best friends. You know, we we can talk about everything and and anything. You know, and it, That's it, the best. It, that didn't used to be the case. You know, and if if I miss if I don't call her one day, uh, then if she doesn't find me on Viber, she'll find me on WhatsApp. And if she doesn't find me on WhatsApp, she'll try me on Facebook Messenger. I swear to you, at ninety three, I think we have the same mother. <laughs> a, a, good, a Greek mother will help her son bury the body. Okay? Oh my God! Yeah, and, and I mom. did a joke, and I said, "My mom will help me bury the body." And we're, I pretend we're shoveling. That was her. It was her fault. It was her fault. It was her fault. She made my son. Yeah, we do. We we do have the same mother. That relationship, relationship, um, um, Aristoteles Onassis has had that with his grandmother Mm. because his mother died when he was six. And that strong relationship. And because there's not much on her, nothing really, um, I use my mother. Mm. Ah, okay, but th- probably the same thing, Anthony. Yeah. I think, I think well, from what, that's what made me say it. 
That's what That's proper said. inspiration. Although his grandmother didn't speak Greek, she only spoke Turkish, right? She had a Turkish Bible, and she always had that with her, you know, and she was she used to go on pilgrimages to the Holy Land. So I thought, well, I know her. You know, I know, I know this woman. I know her. Right. Uh, I know what how how she thinks. You know, so you know, um, and and his uncle is completely um, the opposite. And right at the end, they come. Uh, I don't want to say too much, <coughs> but I set up <clears throat> the um, uh, uh, God and the gods. Right, God and the gods. You know, it's like you know, pray and you can have whatever you want. And if you're bad, you're going to go to hell. Ask for forgiveness. Huh. You know, I take your. Uh, your underpants to the church to be blessed and all that kind of, and his uncle's like, all right, yeah, he's like, no, dude, you had no fucking choice. You did what your destiny demanded. Yeah. The sea mirai, clotho, you know, the chessian atrobos. And like, so I've set that up pretty, pretty early on, but, and it's funny because you like, when you look at, I'm digressing again, but when you look at um, Christianity in different countries, they all still have a bit of their cult, their, their, the, 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 the spirituality, the religion that they had before it, before right. that influence. And it's like, and I said to my mom, I said, mom, you know, if, if, you know, like Ramena, if, and Ola Gramena, and she says, well, well, if we pray hard enough, we can, you know, we can change what it is. You know, so anyway, um, you can get tickets from Eventbrite. <laughs> <laughs> so let's, we're going to give it a plug, and I'm going to push it over to Porti, uh, who does something. So it's uh, opening night. It's going to be, uh, what's the name of the theater in New York, Anthony? It's the American Theater of Actors. It's a wonderful space. American Theater of Actors. Actors. Um, on, uh, at 54th. Uh, and eighth, I think it's three fourteen fifty fifty fourth Street. It's right opposite a Greek church. Nice, and it's at Ben's right. The the show's called uh, Onassis. Yes, everybody's got to go see this show. I'm excited myself to come and see it and, and to see you. And uh, I mean, uh, it's been. I, I, look, you're definitely a a, a guy we got to bring back. I, I think you might hit the surface with you. Uh, you know, but you, you know, you want to talk about when you know it's like it's like I said to it's like I said to cats, uh, Chon cats, and I yeah. said if I know you're in, I'm gonna put the line in. No dancing in the aisles, but you, John, can mm-hmm. make plates. You know what I mean? And if yeah. I know there are Greeks in, I'll riff. I'll riff. And I was riffing in Athens, and like they screwed me over in Athens. We didn't <laughs> right. have a tech. We didn't have a dress. I just went out there like, oh, 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 Greek what's that style. Sound? You know what I mean? <laughs> well, no, because they didn't know if it was going to, they canceled Crete, they canceled droves, they canceled five. Right, right, right. So we just threw, threw uh, two together. And it was like, I remember the guy that was overseeing the direction, um, Josip Varadakis, very, very damn great director. Um, he was with me. We were rehearsing in Aliki Vuyu Blagis Theatre, Aliki. Nice, of course. Aliki Theatre. America's Desert, and that's what we're going to go and do it because they want us back. But um, I remember uh, uh, the second night, the second night I did it, um, the sound, the girl that was running the um, uh, translation, she was like looking at the script. She goes, this is not in the script. This is not in the script. And, and, <laughs> and he, he looked at her and said, don't worry, he will come back to it. You know? <laughs> so if I go off on one, I go off on one. You know what I mean? You know, no, so. That's the magic of theater right there. Well, Anthony, it's the magic of this show, yeah. <laughs> Anthony, it's funny you brought up John Katz. I did a show one night at the Friars Club in New York. It was a special night, and, and John Katz and Matthias is in the front, right in the front table. You can't miss him, right? <laughs> yeah, and then you can't. 
And I mean, here he is. And then I'm doing my show. Everybody's laughing. And all I see is Katsimatidi's asleep. Oh, boy. He fell asleep. So at one point I stopped. I go, you know, you're killing it when John Katsimatidis falls asleep. And I go, John, wear your mask because I have sleep apnea. For I sleep mask on. And his wife goes, I'm trying to get him to wear it, but he won't wear it. He opened up with one eye. And he goes, I, think- I don't care. Make fun of me. He goes, I go, he fell asleep. I think he's going to be there on the night you're going to be there. I'll see him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, I said to Zuvelos today, I said, George, we are going Everyone, whatever happens, we must not run out of food for the press night. For the <laughs> no night. kidding. No kidding make sure that everyone, you know, we're Greeks, you know, that's the, you know, at the very least, you know, they got to go away fed. You know what I mean? Because, <laughs> you know, Greeks are going to talk. How was the play? They ran out of Spanakopi. <laughs> what kind of a play is this? How was Anthony's performance? They didn't even have people. Oh, God. <laughs> Cracky. Oh, man. No, no, that's not why. That's not why. It's like at the end of the day. Philoxenia. Philoxenia. <laughs> how many languages have that word? Great word. Great how word. Many, how, many, how many languages? Philoxenia. Yeah, friend of strangers, man. Philoxenia. It's a great word. There's words we have that nobody has. Philotimo. Philoxenia. Those are words that are powerful words. Absolutely. And people don't realize it. They're so powerful and really unique. And I even say this to my Jewish friends, Italian, whatever, Indian. I don't give a shit. I said, we are a unique culture. We have dialogue. We have words. We have compassion. And we show it more and and, and bless people like yourself and, and others that are, are, are happy to do these things. And I tell people, and I think you don't realize it. I think as you, you go, I went through a stage where I wasn't that connected to it. And as I got older, I realized, uh, Anthony, that we, you, you get to a point where you're starting to see everything a different way. Like you said, with your mom and you're open with her. And I think we're, it's coming. I think we're at a point now with all the technology and everything, we're coming back to that. We're connecting again. I think people want to connect. Mm-hmm. And and and, I, and and everybody that's listening to this podcast, you got to go see the show because I'm excited to see the show. I know just by interviewing this uh, uh, Anthony for the last hour, it's been I, I already am excited mm-hmm. about it. But I'm going to give it to Forty now because I've said too much. Forty, <laughs> no, no, you haven't said enough uh, about the show. <laughs> Come see the show. <laughs> Say more about it. You know, um, I also want to mention, and we want to give a thanks to uh, you know this. Uh, segment was all possible thanks for our buddy George Zuvalos, which you mentioned earlier. That's right. Very interesting guy, funny, love him. Um, he's a he's a hustler and a go getter. But I just want to make sure we acknowledge that Mr. George Zuvalos made our session here possible. Yeah, because George made sure you said it at the end of the podcast. <laughs> make George, sure you mention my name. Brought, I'm this, sorry, George. George, who? This segment is brought to you we're by Mr. George. We're gonna bring George, George, we're gonna bring George, George on later. Al Zavalos. George, you know, has been very instrumental in, He's a great in making yeah. this thing He's go. Lugatsos as well, yeah. really, really has been really stand up to, for, for me and has just been, you know, championing me. And I just really adore Lugatsos with every part of me and the Pan Cyprian Association has uh, nice. uh, helped. Very, very well. supportive yeah. of it. Because yeah. George said to me when I go to New York, hey, we're going to aim a luck. We're going to go kill a couple of euros up in Bayside, right? I go, you're goddamn right we are. Because <laughs> he's um, a house fagas. I think we should bring George on. We're going to both. I'll, 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 I'll never know it looking at him. Yeah. yeah. 
You'd never know it looking at him. No. <laughs> no, he's lost. He's, he's done really well. He's done good. He's lost. No, no. He's, you know, I haven't seen, because of COVID, I haven't seen George. I mean, we have nobody's seen anybody for the last couple of years. So, I mean, it's like, uh, but he knows there's one place I like going to in New York. So the it's Fontana, I'll give it a plug right now. Fontana and Bayside. Best gyro and abuelemono soup anywhere oh, in the planet. Now. I'll drink to that. <laughs> planet. Fontana. Uh, up in Bayside, Queens, and I'm, I get off the airplane, I go straight there. Yeah, Massa, because wow. Mikasa. Hey, Fonte, go go get a sponsorship from these people. Fontana. Hold on, I was <laughs> they're big fans of mine. They love it there. They're good well, guys. King Suvlaki is 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 feeding us. Uh, <laughs> oh, nice. Ah. Let's go plug the King Suvlaki then. Yeah, that's yeah. insane. King yeah. Suvlaki. <laughs> they're they're, they're, they're going to be catering well, the event, right, uh, Anthony? Most of it, yeah. That's great. Yeah, yeah, and then we, we, you know, the more I go to Athens, the more I realize there's more vegetarian and vegan restaurants popping up. So, oh yeah, I said them bit of a yeah, fair selling okay, aguri, aguri. Well, I love that word aguri. You ever say it? To aguri, to fayet. Like it's got different meanings. Like Craig Ferguson said to me once, Anthony, it's not what you say. It's the way that you say it that yeah. gets the laughs. And that's you all over, mate. You're so <laughs> such a gifted man. That's so awesome. gifted. It's funny all because Fati's right, well, nickname is Aguri, just so you know. Uh, <laughs> I wish we had more time to dive And swiftly food. moving on. <laughs> but speaking of, speaking, of, speaking of food, which is great, Anthony, um, you know, we, see, uh, we, we like to end off our segment by getting to know you a little more uh, as, you know, a little more personal here. And um, his Greek side, yeah, his Greek side. But before I go into that, it's been an honor. I really enjoyed um, it's been my pleasure listening to, to you and hearing you, you know, all about you. You know, we definitely want to still stay connected with you and follow all Absolutely. of your great works. Um, but a couple of questions that we ask all of our guests I typically start off with asking a question about favorite and least favorite foods growing up, um, as a, as a Greek or a Cypriot. But I want to kind of change it up a bit and ask you, growing up. Growing up in a, you know, Greek separate household, you know, we grew up with great foods that our, that our moms used to put together. Are there, is there anything that you've, as a child growing up, missed that you can't really have today uh, that you were brought up on? No, my mom's a terrible cook. Oh. <laughs> no, no, she's not. Uh, no, she's not. Uh, no, not really. You know, not really, because um, I'm so often in Cyprus and uh, Athens um, you know, that I've got my favorite places out there that I go mm. to. And I'll go to Taverna in Cyprus and I'll say, when can you cook blah, blah, mm-hmm. uh, you know, bamias or something? And they go, oh, I'll do them for you on Wednesday. And I'll show up on Wednesday and he would have cooked it for me, you know. So, oh, I mean, you know, I, you know, I, I know, you know I've got my place that I go to and I, I, I've got to say that I've spent so much time that gotcha. I, I, yeah, I don't really, um, the Greek food I won't have in LA because I'm found it any good, mm-hmm. but New York and, and, and Queens, Astoria, I do find it. Do you find, do you find the Greek food outside or in the U S the Greek food in the U S compared to Greek food in maybe London or in outside of Greece or Cyprus is better on the uh, outside of the U S or do you find spots that actually do justice? Uh, there are spots in New York that do a lot of justice to it. You know, but give me a halloumi and baticha and I'm happy. Mm. There you go. <laughs> you know? Garpuzi. Yeah. That means Garpuzi, Ari. Garpuzi. Get Flowness there. Flowness. Angelo. Flowness. 
Είναι σαν το τσουρέκι, όπως το τσουρέκι που κάνουμε. Τσουρέκια, right. Ναι, αλλά είναι με τυρί και άλλα πράγματα για το Πάσχα. Είναι φλαούνες. Φλαούνες, το έχω φάει αυτό. Είναι ωραίο. Φαλούμις. Φαλούμις. And kapamas, instead of making chunks out of it, they'll slice it and they'll put uh, they'll put wine in it, Ooh. and it's just what? Uh, it's just uh, now that you mention the same I thing. I like this. Are there any Cypriot restaurants that we know of in the U.S.? The only sauce in uh, in uh, Dipmos. Okay, Cypriot. That's All right, something we can look out for. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's, that's... Yeah, excellent. Oh, excellent. Man, like, oh. I know LA, I know New York. In London, there's a lot. On, uh, yeah, because you know, there's the, a lot of big, it's around the corner. Yeah, it's around the corner. You know, literally, literally. So you know, I mean, I was doing a TV show out there called Prime Suspect. I think it was called Tennyson out here, and like, I get a week off. You know, four days <laughs> off. I go to Cyprus, three days off. Eh, no, I better hang around. You know what I mean? So, oh, you know, but I do. I, I do. I. It's like I just. I, I love. Well, Anthony, you need you need to educate us a little more on Cypriot cuisine because it sounds amazing. Oh yeah, it is. It is. We're going to hit you up for for some uh, tips and advice. But going on to our second question, Anthony, not to take up too much of your time. Um, we talk about our upbringing, our parents, and all the uh, you know the tips and advice that they give us. Is there any sayings that still stick with you from your mom and your dad growing up that uh, you still, you know, use today? Any Greek sayings that still stick with you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> This is not a PG segment. No, it's, or, or, it's or, 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 it's like, hey, go for it. Like, it's or so cur- curses your mom has given there's you. T- there's two, that, and, they're, and they're both from my dad. Well, one of them is a very Greek, a Cypriot one, but they say it in Greek as well. But the only thing I remember my dad hollering at me when I used to drop something, he used to say, you know, I remember that. <laughs> you know, it's like, it took me forever to get over that. Every time I dropped something, I could hear him. You know, but uh, one that I do like is, Oh, that was a good one. Wait, wait, say that one again. You have it in Greek, but you go, that's what that means? It means... Ah, yes. yes, yes, yes. Who, you're, who, you're, who you're hanging with to tell you what man you are. What kind I of like man. that. I like that a lot. My mom used that. That's like a more formal, fancier way of saying... You know what what it is, and I like it. I love it. I love the way it sounds. But my mom is like always told us stories all growing up, and um, uh, they were either scripture or mythology. So That's when nice. I grew up, you know, I wasn't. Is mytho- ooh, ooh, is that is that Troy? I wasn't sure which was mythology and which was the, the real stuff, and apparently the Bible's <laughs> right, the real right. stuff. And uh-huh. you know. That's yeah, but yeah, that's how we were raised. Mm. Yeah, love it. But uh, my, and uh, look, my favorite food when I was a kid was uh, Louvi. You know what Louvi is? No, black eyed beans. Black eyed beans. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. With yeah, with, yeah. with lachana, 
with uh, Austria. Yeah. And uh, as a six-year-old, I stood up on a chair over the stove <laughs> and I ate so much of it, I made myself feel that I haven't been able to touch it since. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I had the same thing with whiskey, man, so don't worry. That's hardcore, <laughs> man. That's hardcore. Oh, man, I love it. <laughs> this is great, Anthony. This is great. Um, and our last question for you, you know, we touched... You said there were two. Oh, go on. <laughs> oh. Can I get a can I get a free pass for a third one? Yeah, come, come. Right, great. And the last question, Anthony, is uh, yes, I'm single. Know? Yes, I'm straight. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Question number four. My Let's phone number, number four. is four. five five <laughs> five five five. Yes, we've all in Hollywood have the same number. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, we could go on forever. It. But the last thing we want to leave you off with is we talked. You touched a little bit about faith uh, in our in our culture. You know, we're very dramatic people as well. Um, but superstition is a big part of, uh, of I think, our culture in general. You know, our yayadis and our parents, you know, embedded that in our mind about what not to do and what you should do because you don't want to incur bad luck. Is there any superstition that you live by to this day? Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you know how many people I've probably blinded with salt who have been stood behind me? Oh, sorry, man. You know, um, yeah, walking under ladders, saying the Scottish play while I'm on the name of the Scottish play when I'm on. Yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of superstitious, and I'm, I'm kind of, and I, and I do believe in the source of power, uh, yeah. and, and like you know, I do try to live my life by, um, you know, the, the scripture, and not because um, I'm religious, you know, and, but because I think that's the way. That's the decent thing to do. And the golden rule is, you know, do unto others. And it's not, and that comes straight out of scripture. And I find people like, I hate religion. I hate religion. And then they'll go, red sky in the morning, shepherd's warning. Red sky at night, shepherd's I say, well, you know where that's from? They go, no, that's from the Bible, mate. And you're quoting the Bible to me. Oh, man. You know, you know what, man? You know, I think, I think, you know, I had an issue, you know, 20 years ago with religion and, um, you know, I wasn't taught religion the way that I needed to learn it. And I needed, I needed to believe in a living God and a living God in the source that surrounds me, mm-hmm. you know, and like a loving parent. And, um, you know, growing up as every single one of us who has a papa top, you know, what is Greek or Cypriot is like, that's a Timorisio Theos. Oh. You know? And so we're, you know, we're, we're, you know, we're, you know, you go to church, me massas, me don't do that. Don't cross your legs. And I'm, that's still instilled in me when I go yeah. to church. Yeah. And, and, yeah. um, you know, I, it took me a long way round to come back to my own religion and to realize that, you know, we do have confession in our, you know, mm. And I didn't know that till I was 26 years old. That you know, I, that I didn't know. And I used to go up to Stavrovoni every so I went to one priest, he's passed away recently. Um, he, he was like, uh, I need to confess. He says, Why? I said, I want to take Holy Communion tonight, Sister Week. He said, You were here two weeks ago. I said, I walked out that door and I started sinning two weeks ago. I said, <laughs> And he was like, Come on over, you know. And I'm a regular guy, man. I'm a regular guy, you know. I'm a regular old bozo, you know what I mean? <laughs> and I, I'm not the guy that, you know, I'm, you know, and I try and live by the rules that I, that work for me. And it's like, you know, I know that when I point one finger at someone, three are pointing back at me. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I have to remember that, you know, and, you know, that comes back to scripture. You know, I accuse a man of having 
a splinter in his eye when I've got a plank in my own, you know. Mm. So, you know, I'll wear my my beliefs loosely. <laughs> you know, I like to do yeah, things yeah. that maybe priests wouldn't agree with. You know what I mean? 100%. And said Catholic priests might, but I stopped myself. Oh, man. Well, that, it, it, well it's we, interesting because, you know, I have, I have a very, very, very uh, religious by the book church uh, mother-in-law. And I say, you know, don't you ever question this? And don't you ever question that? And she's like, oh, how, how dare you? And I was like, and she's like, if you don't believe in this and you don't believe in that, like what stops you from doing horrible things? I was like, because I'm a decent human being. I'm a decent human being. And that yeah, stops yeah. me from doing the can horrible of worms things. Now. You've opened the can of worms because, you know, morally, you know, morally, am I doing, you know, am I doing stopping doing things because morally it's wrong? And then where, therefore, where do my morals, where do I get my morals from? But that's the thing. It's like some people think you could only get morals from an organized religion and other people are like, you you live in a society of people and you have to have certain morals to survive in a society, right? Right. But, you know, having said that, dude, it's like certain cultures uh, accept, um, accept, um, uh, they, they accept certain things that we in the Western world, should we put it, won't accept, but mm. that morally it's okay for them to do. And we're horrified morally. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, I mean, to kill, to, to maim has to be inside you anyway. So, you know, that, those kind of things, but it's, it's completely, you know, I'd love to talk about it with you guys one day, but it's another episode. We're going to have an after hours, after hours, podcast. drink a, 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 a couple of glasses of wine, uh, smoke a stogie after hours discussion about this. Uh, <laughs> love it. Well, that, that was my, uh, my little shtick with you, Anthony, as far as questions go, I want to thank you for uh, answering oh, all those. You know, we really like the fact that we can get, um, you know, you know, down to, the nitty gritty with our guest, if that's a word I can use, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll leave to it. Credit. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, shit. What did I say? What did I say? It's an honor, brother. Oh, shit. Someone's gonna come, he's gonna bop me in the ass. Who's is anyone gonna edit this? I, 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 could edit, I could edit anything you need, edit it out. No problem. You let me know. <laughs> no, we didn't say anything bad. We didn't say anything. No, bad. nothing. Everything I this was a this, I'm gonna tell you right now, Anthony, was great episode. Awesome. I I was fully immersed. In everything that we were talking about, uh, everything you say, maybe it's your voice. I don't know because whatever you say, I'm listening. That voice gets me. I, I love it. it, it it's Thank just you. amazing. Angelo I, will tell you this because I believe he believes it's true. When the heart talks, the heart listens. That's right. Yeah, hundred percent. Absolutely. So we, we, I want to say on behalf of Fati and uh, Angelo, thank you so much for your time. We thank appreciate you, you me, coming guys. on. Thank we you. would love, love, love to have you back. We have so much more My to pleasure. talk about. Your show sounds amazing. I know you said uh, you you almost felt insulted that you looked like uh, Aristotle Onassis, but you know what? I never knew how tall he was. I never, I never saw any picture of him where I thought he was not good looking. I don't know if that he was means cool looking. Yeah, because cool like, I, I always thought you know maybe it's just the aura around Aristotle that I always thought, but like you really do. Uh, from the old pictures I've seen of him, I don't know much about it, but like I've seen many, many old pictures of him, and you do have the vibe. You, I mean, if somebody's going to play him, it's you. You're the man. And 
Al Pacino is supposed to be playing him. He's supposed to be playing him, but thank you. For no, me. forget no, 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 no. Al Pacino. Al Pacino doesn't do it. Forget Al Pacino. Forget him. I think I think your voice, from what I know of Aristotle, is way more of a match than Alpha. Did, didn't he have a deep voice? I, uh, I don't know. You can't research. That's that. That's it. <laughs> I love it. It's perfect. And the best compliment to- I've ever had was in Greece when they said we knew the story of uh, Onassis's Onassis story and then when it came to the plane you know his son um, we were just hoping for a different outcome even though we knew the story and I thought I nailed it I hope I nail it in New York as well you will and on that note on that note gentlemen Afinoyak, Alinikta, thank you. We want to say much success. Thank you. We want to say thank you so much for taking the time with us. Uh, can you can you give us one more plug of the show, the date, the the theater, everything else? Right. It's it's the show runs from the third of March to the twentieth of March. We have the opportunity to extend for an extra week. Um, tickets are available on on Eventbrite. Eventbrite, one word, Eventbrite.com. And if you just put Anasis in, the show will automatically. And we, we will also link to there. all of that. And well. I am proud to be a Helene, and I want to make you being of that I'm a Helene too. So Absolutely. Have a great awesome. night, guys. You too. Awesome. Thanks, Amazing. Thanks, Anthony. See you in New much York. Love. You Thank got you it, so brother. much, Anthony. Yeah. 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 Thank you, yes, Forty. Thank, Thank you, Ari. Angela. Bye, Ari. Bye, Forty. Thank you, everybody out there for watching and listening, and we will see you next time. Have a great night, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.